Welcome back to the Snack Walls Podcast. I'm Mike Roberts, your host, and we're here to talk about increasing and maintaining diversity in tech beyond the perks. While companies think they can lure people in with unlimited PTO and dogs in the office, we're here to talk about how you keep them. All right, I'm going to throw it over to our special guest today. Can you tell us who you are and what it is that you do? Yeah, hi, my name is Alexa Ray Navarro, and I am the executive director uh, for Startup San Diego, uh, a local 501c3 nonprofit organization that really serves to connect, educate, and inspire local founders and talent to create a more equitable San Diego startup ecosystem and entrepreneurial community. I like it. And this is one of my favorite organizations here in San Diego. So I'm so excited to have you on the program today. Um, I'm hearing from some tech leaders in the space that finding diverse talent is a challenge. What are your thoughts? I would say, where are you looking? Honestly, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of untapped talent out there. And so, like, I would challenge folks to say, where are you looking? Because there, there's talent that's out there. And I think I am, um, you know, from my previous background um, up in the LA ecosystem. So I worked on connecting talent to opportunity through uh, through entrepreneurship as well as talent development. And so, you know, I think one of the biggest myths out there is that uh, you need a four-year degree, um, you know, to pursue a career in technology. Um, and that talent is only found at the Ivy Leagues of the world. Um, and so, you know, I would challenge folks to really rethink, um, you know, the credentialing that you're requiring for some of, you know, your internal tech roles um, and also explore other institutions outside of, you know, the Ivy Leagues of the world. Like look at, look inward a little bit to your community. I think there's a lot of great talent here in San Diego and we have a very large community college system. I agree. I think there's a lot of untapped and overlooked talent here in San Diego. And I really appreciate you talking about that four-year degree. So what do you think about the push to remove that requirement from many of the software development role you know, positions and the, the requirement for that to be in place for them to even be able to apply for jobs? Pull, pull the requirement, right? Like if we think about, um, you know, I've I'm fascinated by the world of economic development. That's really what I was doing up in Los Angeles. And so, you know, economic opportunity comes through uh, high wage job opportunities. And I think there's a lot of wonderful middle skill um, opportunities in the tech sector, whether that's, you know, IT, software engineering or design and visual media, where you don't necessarily need a four-year degree to be able to be eligible for some of these career opportunities that, you know, really require maybe certificates or um, some sort of hard skills that, you know, doesn't necessarily come with a, a four-year degree. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think the folks that have those skills and can demonstrate them through other means, I think it should, it's fair and reasonable that that should be an acceptable way for them to kind of get past the gatekeeper and in a position where you can really evaluate if they're the best fit for the role. So what do you think about the apprenticeship pattern? Do you think that would work as well for tech roles? hundred um, percent. We actually, through my work up in LA, um, tested out this model um, with Nike actually. Um, so 
we put together sort of a program, a six month long apprenticeship program for 13 uh, community college, LA community college um, apprentices to uh, get up to Portland to learn more about design and business. So um, it, I've seen the model, it can work. And I think career exposure and providing um, you know, candidates the opportunity to really build their portfolios and showcase um, you know, their experience through projects and focuses that come out of, for example, an apprenticeship type model um, are incredible for being able to land a potential career opportunity. Yeah. And that's like, like the invaluable part. We're going beyond internships. We're going into, you're really going to have an exit that should result in you being onboarded into the organization and not sort of like, Hey, congrats. You got some experience. Now go look for a job folks. Right. So I like that. I like that closer tie. Um, what advice would you, so we talked about getting them in. What advice would you share with companies that are looking to retain diverse talent? Yeah. I mean, are, are you a company that's just talking the talk or are you walking the walk? Right. Like what are the internal resources that you are putting into, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion? Um, you know, are you just looking for diverse talent and bringing them in or are do you have programs, um, you know, that support those individuals throughout their time at the organization? Is it really ingrained in your culture and in your mission? Right. Do you have any examples of anything that you've seen work well up in, in the, in that space? I mean, we're talking about all this LA stuff, but we're going to get this in San Diego. We're going to get it. Yes. Down here. <laughs> but are there any like tangible examples? Like a lot of times people talk about in, employee resource groups. Like, have you seen anything that you think really works and you'd like to see more people embracing? Yeah. I mean, I, I think this, this comes, there's a lot of different really great examples that, you know, you can point to, right. Whether it's, um, you know, for how, whether it's through how you even onboard employees, right? Like what that process looks like and what's that experience and how are you, um, how are you really integrating your employees into the larger culture and larger mission of the organization? Like SNAP does some pretty incredible um, onboarding um, with each and every one of their employees that's sort of like required, regardless of whether you are an intern or sort of a C-level type executive, you all go through the same sort of onboarding. And um, from a culture standpoint, you're all sort of put um, on, onto the same level, essentially. And so um, it can be through cultural um, programs, onboarding procedures, all the way up to, you know, focus groups or support groups, um, whether it be women in tech or, you know, insert whatever program. I think there's also a lot of great local San Diego companies who, you know, are, are doing great, a great, great job at this. And I'm going to save that for when you ask me for recommendations nice. um, for who to intro on the pod, because there's one person I'd, I'd love for you to, to feature and dig in a little bit more. I think they would have some really great examples. And I like that idea of really sort of like meeting the person with where they're at and getting them as a sense of belonging inside the organization as quickly as possible. Yeah. So if you address it right up front, you say you belong here. 
right? That we're, we're not going to ask you to leave who you are at the door, but instead say, we're going to embrace you as a whole person. We have a culture that basically equalizes opportunity once you're inside. And that's magnificent. And that will keep the person from, uh, this isn't nice. I'm going to go somewhere else, right? If you just start off right. and then you continue to, to follow through. So the important question that you just teed up, which is, um, who is someone like yourself that you'd like to acknowledge as a leader and you think would be a great guest on a podcast like this? Yeah. So I've got three nice. um, for you. So local, but then also non-local, just in case you want sort of a unique perspective and you know, to provide potential insight to bring some of these really cool programs to San Diego. Um, but number one, um, local recommendation on my list um, is Sarah Hussain, and she is the diversity and inclusion um, lead for Qualcomm. And nice. so she's uh, got I've heard of Qualcomm. Yeah, you know, no big deal. Um, but she's doing a lot on that front. And so I think that would be a great person to speak with. Also, um, Alexis Villanueva from the SD Workforce Partnership. Um, they have a great program that Startup San Diego is actually taking advantage of right now, and it's their tech nice. hire program. So, um, you know, if we think about talent, you know, and providing career exposure opportunities and internships, which are incredibly important, um, their program provides subsidized internships um, for up to 150 hours um, of somebody's time. So highly, highly recommend you having a conversation with her, but also for listeners to take advantage of that program because it's fantastic. Um, and then a sort of non-local recommendation uh, would be Lindsay Heiser. And she, I used to work with her up in Los Angeles um, at the LA Chamber, and she drove our LA Tech Talent Pipeline initiative and is now the philanthropy manager over at Snap Inc., um, nice. which we've got a lot of awesome success stories um, with Snap uh, up in LA, and I think are a really a, a great shining example and leader for how an employer is really bracing diversity, equity, and inclusion, and really thinking outside the box in terms of, of hiring tech talent. Nice. Okay. So I got the, all three people on the radar. I know Alexis from the, the, the program. So pretty familiar myself with tech hire. And I would agree that it's a phenomenal program. So I'd love to have her on and have her talking about it and, you know, just uh, amplifying that message. Cause it is, it's awesome. And it's, this year is a big year for them here. Cause I think this is the last year. So this is one that you want to take advantage of while we still have this fantastic opportunity and they're in Chula Vista. So I won't spoil the rest of the episode because I'm sure we're <laughs> going to have her on at some point, but um, it's a great opportunity for lots of folks now, even broader base here in uh, San Diego County. So, um, where can we find out more information about Startup Week, which I hear might be Startup Month this year? So that's kind of exciting. Or anything else that you want to cover? I mean, it could be anything, yeah. but I'm guessing it's Startup. Yes, absolutely. So um, more about our nonprofit organization, StartupSD.org. Um, but for Startup Month information, um, SanDiegoStartupWeek.com. So um, we are most widely known for our conference, Startup Week, San Diego Startup Week. Um, based on COVID and pandemic, we have now pivoted into Startup Month. So an entire month's worth of content experiences and most importantly, community. Um, so uh, that's going to be kicking off October 1st and ending October 30th. So we are literally going through the entire month of October. 
Um, tickets yes. are on sale now and uh, would love, you know, to have more community members, more founders. Um, doesn't just have to be founders because this conference is for the entire entrepreneurial stack in our ecosystem. So, you know, whether you're a founder, whether you're an investor or a ecosystem advocate slash ally or an executive government representative, you name it, there's something for you at Startup Month. And I think the part that I'm most excited about, because this is one of my favorite times of the year, um, Startup Week is now Startup Month, so it's like stretch over a longer period. And because it's all in one centralized place, which is online, you don't have to pick and choose like what part of like the experience you're going to have. You can just sample it all, right? So this is going to be, exactly. I think, a phenomenal year for a Startup Month. Um, so last and most important question for you, that is, what are you snacking on lately? What's your favorite snack? All right. So my favorite snack right now, skinny pop chips and almond butter. So oh, both of those together. Like a dip, like, oh man, that's yeah, pretty so intense. Like limited calories, but literally so, so gratifying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So that is definitely one I'm going to have to try out. I have not tried that combo yet, but that sounds phenomenal. So thanks again. I appreciate you coming on the program. And uh, again, I will put in the show notes, Startup Month, a great opportunity for you to gather and get connected with folks. Thanks again, Alex Ray. Thanks so much for having me. The San Diego Code School is a proud sponsor of the Snack Walls podcast. The San Diego Code School is leading companies to tech equity. The Tech Enabled Apprenticeship Program is a venture whose heart is to do a lot of social good and do good work. You can help San Diego Code School secure funding for change by hiring developers, bringing a team in to relieve your backlog, or becoming a program sponsor. You can visit us on the web for more information at http colon forward slash forward slash sdcs.io. 